Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. Glad to have you with us, Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, Caveman Corner on 96.1 WSBT. The sports leader, man, it is packed in here, Dean. They came out to see you tonight. Hey, bringing them in on a Monday <laughs> night. A lot of caveman fans here tonight. <laughs> That's right. We've got a full house here this evening. We've got a couple football players, Nick Davis and Devin Jimenez, that we'll talk to here in just a second. And we've also got boys tennis coach Alex Sikoris and Cole Hoy from the tennis team as well. So we've got that. We'll talk a little uh, comings and goings at Mishawaka High School. With uh, I mean, we're getting now into the point, we'll talk about this with tennis in a second, where we've got sectionals getting started in, in different sports. So we're already, it's not even quite October yet, but we're already getting to that time of year. Yeah, I couldn't believe it the other night when I was talking to Coach Kinder about two-thirds of the way through this football season already. Uh, golf sectionals have already happened. Tennis yeah. sectionals are coming up. And, Sean, I, I'm going to have to leave it to you. One of these people we're talking to tonight is the actual caveman. So it's the caveman, and I, so you're going to have <laughs> to figure out if it's one of these two guys or if it's one of those two guys. But Do you guys know what he's talking about? Caveman. I don't think so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so he may be a caveman. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, well, uh, let's welcome in our, our first guest for the night uh, from the football team, cornerback Devin Jimenez. How are you this evening? I'm good. How about you? Doing good. Glad to have you in with us. And linebacker Nick Davis, Doing welcome. Good. You've got the beard going. Yeah, is that, for sure. Is that is that like a full time thing? Is that is that this year? Is that? Yeah, it's, I think it's a full time thing. <laughs> it's a full time thing. I'm trying to compete with uh, Donovan, best beard. That's true. He's got. I mean, you talk about cavemen. Donovan has the caveman beard. That's yeah. for sure. Well, uh, coming off a, a big victory Saturday night, it ended up being Saturday, mm-hmm. of course. So let's start with that. Just the fact that. You were going to go on the road, play a 5-0 and team, Elkhart Central. Everyone's geared up Friday nights. You know, everyone knows you play on Friday nights, and then things get rained out. So what did you think when you heard the game was rained out? Because that doesn't happen very often, obviously. Uh, no, nah, I was I was sitting in my last uh, fourth block class, and I was ready for the game. I was ready. I saw it was raining, and I was like, okay, we're going to play in the rain. And then got a text, got canceled, and I was kind of upset. I was like, man. <laughs> so what did you do Friday night? Devin instead of playing football since you didn't get to play football Friday night I just stayed home rested ate ate well drank well and got plenty of sleep 
Nick, how about you? What did you do Friday night? Yeah, me too. I think I just went home and slept. Everybody just stayed home. No yeah. going out with the friends, none of that kind of no. stuff. Huh? No. And you guys didn't have practice or any film or anything on Friday. It was it was go no. home, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, which was, uh, I guess you can take it two different ways, and a coach can say, okay, we can overthink this, but Coach Kinder said we've got our game plan in place. We're planning on going to play tomorrow night, and uh, obviously it was a great game plan. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, things worked out pretty well this was this elkhart central team that you faced maybe the most balanced team that you played just from an offensive standpoint obviously you guys both play on the defensive side of the ball so you can talk about that a little bit they had one of the best running backs in the state in brownlee but they also throw the ball pretty well so what was the biggest challenge that you saw Devin going up against central one of the biggest challenges was their speed they had a lot of speed that we couldn't match so we had to have a game plan to match their speed and their strength, their physical. We just had to stop all that. Nick is a linebacker, and again, going up against a, a running back and a line that you knew was pretty pretty good. What what did you see as the biggest challenge? Uh, it was definitely their running back, Brownlee. He was, uh, we knew coming in the game that he was going to be tough to bring down, tough to play against, and we were going to definitely have to bring it for... Uh, Saturday. You ended up holding him to his lowest rushing total of the season in Central to their team lowest rushing total of the season and I almost half of his yards came on with that 61 yard run that I think he had. So how did you guys keep him in check all night? Uh, I think we just played we played physical ball like we usually try to do and uh, I think our game plan was pretty good going into it. That run that he had, too, was special. Yeah. He was very patient. He got up to the line, and then that burst of speed. For you guys to hold Brownlee to one major play was, was pretty incredible because if you look back at the tape, it's like, ooh, yeah. he's good. And you probably saw that on tape time and time again from what they were doing earlier. Uh, when you look at your game plan, and I could just see how excited Coach was after the game. I mean, the coaches had some hugs, uh, obviously had us hopping his step, but you just know when it's a big win, and that's what it felt like when I looked at the coaches and talked to them afterwards. For you guys, sometimes it's great to be at home and to be in Alumni Plaza to walk out with your family, but there's probably another time that that bus ride and being with your buddies, getting a big win, was that exciting to come home like that? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and just talk about that, just being with your buddies and just say it's got to give you a rush. Yeah, no, like it seems like after every every game on the road that we end up winning, we're on the bus, we're happy, we're cracking jokes. It's just a good time. And it's it's just, like you said, it's a little bit different than uh, winning at home per se because you just go straight home. But on the bus ride, you know you won. You're having a good time celebrating almost. And it has to feel good in the respect that you're coming off a tough loss. And then you had that bounce back because you don't want to go – uh-oh, loss, and then you're playing another 5-0 and team, and we saw that. It was right. like, okay, it's possible because our schedule is not easy by any means, but to come back with a win like that must have made it even even more gratifying, Devin. Oh, yeah, it definitely was. It felt good. Our coaches told us we played a good team last week. It was a tough loss. We need to come this week ready to play and get the W this time. What was that week of preparation like after you, you, you drop a heartbreaker, obviously, against New Prairie, a one-point game what was the week of preparation like after dropping a, a close game against a really good team in new prairie and getting ready for another really good team on such short notice usually mondays it's a little slow everyone's still a little sad but then as it goes on we all happy up and we just get ready for the next school 
going back to what we were talking about with the balance that, that Central has, East Noble was a team that obviously threw it all over the place as well. Is there anything that you could take from that experience, that, you know, sort of as a learning experience that you could have apply to a game like you just had against Central? Because obviously New Prairie is a team that, that runs the ball all yeah. over the place. So anything you can take from that specifically as a corner, a defensive back? Just always bounce back, get ready for the next play, and get better. Now you guys are obviously on the backside, linebacker, defensive back. Coach was so proud of what the defensive line did over the weekend. For you, when you see a guy go out, it's, it's got to be like, oh, man, you know, we've got one out. Uh, we're going to have to fill that hole. But then you have two, three, and now four guys out. You're seeing different different numbers up there than were there. But it must be the same for you that you were proud of them and, and said, hey, next man up. Is, is it that mentality? Yeah, for sure. Whenever you well, whenever you see anyone go out, it's just it's kind of a heartbreaker. And but knowing us, we got we have guys that are willing to step up, make big plays, do their job, and I think that uh, yeah, they just did it, got yeah. it done. And it's not going to be easy this week. I went and watched that game on Saturday morning between Penn and St. Joe, and St. Joe's got talent. Uh, their record, I don't think that's going to be brought up one time this week because the amount of points they've scored a few times. We saw how hard Driscoll ran last year, and they've got a quarterback who can fling it. And, and you've seen that a few times, Devin. I'm sure you guys yeah. are preparing and looking at this team saying, you know what, this is an NIC team. This is going to be a tough game. We're going on the road, and let's go to downtown South Bend and do our best. Yep, it's definitely going to be a tough game. They have some really good athletes. We just got to come ready to play. Well, I, I would imagine, Nick, that after the two games you guys had with them last year, both in the regular season and then in sectionals as well, that, that you'd, you know, they're, they're going to be stinging a little bit regardless of what their, their record says that they want a piece of Mishawaka this Friday night. Yeah, for sure. And St. Joe's always tough, no matter what the record says, no matter the scores or anything. They're, they've always been a good program, and they're gonna, it's going to be a good game. You know, I was doing a little crowd watching to see if Coach Kelly would show up because his son plays That's on right. the defense there and actually got a fumble recovery. And I'm thinking, okay, 10 o'clock, maybe noon, and then they got that game at 3.30. But I know he was hosting uh, hosting recruits and had a, had a huge day. But, uh, boy, Kinsel Kelly's tough. And you look at some of those some of the things that happen in the Penn game and a play here or there goes one way or the other. And that could have been, that could have been totally different too. Yeah. You guys obviously made such a, a deep run last year in the playoffs. You go to the 4A semi-state. You, you guys were both key contributors on that team. And, I mean, the defensive side of the ball had a, a ton of guys back, almost everybody back from last year's team. So, so now, as you kind of get here, we were just talking about how sectionals are starting for these other sports. As you're getting ready for the postseason, what's the biggest thing you can take from last year's experience now as you get ready for the stretch drive, really, of your careers with both of you guys being seniors now? We're definitely focusing more on working harder, getting get better game plans, and just getting ready for the next teams. Nick? Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I think that we can take the, the blueprint, sort of, from last year, and we can see what it's like, we can feel what it feels like to be that far, and we can apply it and just work harder every day that we come in and be ready to work no matter what the team. But it's still, you have that token that's out there of 
possible NIC championship. I mean, it's still there. You got a big win, and as Coach said, things have to happen for us to be in position there towards the end of the year to do that. Uh, Devin, I've got a question for you. Uh, you're kind of on an island as a defensive back, and <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the good part and the bad part about being a defensive back, but you're also an island on an island when you're a wrestler. What's what's more difficult, standing out there on a mat with the light bearing down on you and all the, all the fans up there or the lights bearing down on you on a Friday night and, okay, it's one-on-one against me, or, or are there some similarities there? I say it's definitely more harder on a Friday night because the field, it's a lot of field. In a sure. mat, it's not as much. And there's a lot more people at our Friday nights. And just that one-on-one, running as fast as you can, playing the ball, that's very hard. Yeah. There's... And maybe, Nick, just how you've seen Devin grow as, as a defensive back and, and gain more confidence uh, because there's some big plays now that all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's getting those long arms out there, getting them knocked away. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely learned from last year, and I think we all have because we were all, most of the defense was juniors last year, and now we're all seniors. So I, we definitely learned a lot from last year, and we're starting to get together. Devin, there's kind of some similarities, though, between wrestling and playing cornerback. But just the fact that you know you can you can get rolled over on your back one second on a wrestling mat, and then the next thing you know, you roll out, you're on top, you can still win. You're out there playing corner. You might you might not win one play, but you've got to put it behind you and bounce back. Does one kind of help the other? Oh yeah, you definitely have to bounce back because you never know what could happen in the next play. You know we. We're talking about East Noble. They're still undefeated right now at 6-0. and uh, New Prairie is undefeated right now at 6-0. and Of course, Central was 5-0. and They were undefeated before you played them this past weekend. I mean, the schedule is no joke, but, I mean, when you look at the fact that your only two losses are to those two teams that are still unbeaten, they're ranked New Prairie's number one. East Noble, the last I checked, was number four. They could be even higher you, you lost those two games by a grand total of six points does that kind of give you some confidence now yeah. you, you kind of grimaced a little bit but does yeah. that give you some confidence going going yeah. forward <laughs> for sure, yeah for sure but like yeah it just knowing that we could have that we were so close both the games it just it gives us more confidence knowing that we're we could be one of those teams right that we for sure have the potential and, you know, I can kind of remember Charlie Weiss coming off the field when uh, they beat Purdue in West Lafayette, and he looked at the athletic director, and it was kind of like a Bon Jovi line living <laughs> on the edge, and it was like, you know, That's right. you guys do that, and you're really one possession away. And you could say that in the Elkhart Central game. There was one possession that if it goes one way or the other, they may have gotten a shot. I mean, those pressure situations, you obviously would like to have a game where it's 28 to nothing and we're walking out of there. But when you get in those pressure situations, does that make it fun too? Because you, you kind of grow up thinking about the Friday night lights and okay, it's me against him. And some kids do that in basketball, like, okay, three, two, one, but in football, all right, it could be me against him and one tackle. Yeah, no, those games are definitely fun. Uh, obviously we like winning games by double digit numbers and we're going crazy, (laughs) but I think that the most fun games are when it's close or tied up and it's fourth quarter and under the lights and everything's crazy, the crowd's going crazy. It's just overall good atmosphere. It's fun. Well, and Devin, kind of going to what Dean was talking about, you guys had a pretty good-sized lead against Elkhart Central going into the fourth quarter, and then they kind of start creeping back, and they've got a realistic chance at the end, but you guys came up with another stand. So when you've been in those situations so much, how, how much does it help you when you're out there Saturday night and Central is starting to make a little bit of a comeback. 
we definitely had the experience. Our people were ready for it. They were all hyped. We were just ready. I heard Devin on the sidelines say, hey, it's 22 to 3. Guys, don't score anymore because <laughs> we want the pressure That's of this right. coming down the, Put it all on down us. the road. <laughs> hey, when you think about growing up, we've asked some of the other guys about maybe playing in the MFL or playing under the lights when they were little kids. Or Was there a time that you kind of thought, I, I, I want to try this football thing? Or maybe when you were, were growing up saying, I want to be a Mishawaka football player. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was in the uh, the MFO as, as was he, and uh, I think I think everybody when you were growing up playing football and in that league and younger, you were couldn't wait to get under the lights at night because usually you play in the daytime, but and, as a kid, and then you just couldn't wait to get under those lights and have a big moment, and fo- that's when football became just fun. Yeah. Any, anything that you, when you were growing up, that you thought, gosh, if I could ever get out there, or um, maybe even in middle school, John Young, that you thought, this is this is going to be fun. I've got to get bigger. I've got to get stronger. I want to play there. I was just looking up to how big they were. I just wanted to be that big. <laughs> and now you <laughs> Makes are. Makes sense. That's right. <laughs> hey, guys, enjoy the uh, big Monterey burritos. I assume that's what you both got, right? Yep. Okay. That's the, uh, the specialty. That's the signature. Around here. Nick Davis, Devin Jimenez. Great job tonight. Great job so far this season. And good luck the rest of the season. Thank, Thank you. you. That is, uh, again, Nick Davis, Devin Jimenez from the Mishawaka football team. We'll have some uh, talk with tennis coach Alex Sikouris and tennis player Cole Hoy coming up in a few minutes. We'll pause, take a timeout. Dean will get us caught up on everything that's going on in Mishawaka athletics. And as we said, there's a lot going on this time of year. So we'll do that next when we continue with K-Bang Corner from Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. WSBT, the sports center. In uh, just a few minutes, we'll be talking with boys tennis coach Alex Sakoris as well as tennis player Cole Hoy with Dean Hubbard, Sean Styers, of course, Mishwanka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. Dean, you've got a sheet full of stuff right there. So bring us up to date, everything that's going on right now. Well, the big thing that's happening is, is we're getting ready for tournaments. Uh, they've already had the golf sectional, so they're they're working on the regionals now. Uh, but at Mishawaka, boys and girls soccer is coming up on a, a critical time because we're towards the end of the season here. They just had the sectional draw yesterday. Boys soccer drew Michigan City. And the girls soccer team having an outstanding season got a bye and then they play South Bend Adams. So they're in good position to play an NIC team in the second round. And if they win that, they can get to the championship. And St. Joe, some other teams in that sectional, it's going to be awfully difficult to win it. Great talent right. and great teams, great coaches in that sectional. But the girls' soccer team uh, tonight, light workout. And tomorrow night, they go to John Glenn. And it's for the NIC South Championship. Last year, Mishawaka, John Glenn, and Bremen shared the title. Each had one loss. Mishawaka beat Bremen, but they lost John Glenn. So it's a team that's awfully good. The Falcons have have done a great job on offense and defense this year. But going there, it's going to be tough for Coach Steve Hodge. And they have a lot of things going on on Monday night. I didn't want to bother him this Monday (laughs) night going into that game. But we're going to try to get him in the next week or two here to talk about their outstanding season. I couldn't be more proud of the girls' soccer team. Rachel Gomez, uh, 26 or 27 goals last year. She's already surpassed that this year. 
year. Uh, set to be the all-time leading scorer in Mishawaka history. And the young lady has so much humility and is such a great leader. We have a freshman on our team, Franny Parks, who's a great scorer. But I can just see her looking at Rachel and how she carries herself and how she acts. And after she scores, how she celebrates with her team, there's a right way and a wrong way to do right, it. But right. we could not be more proud of her. She was up for the Indianapolis Star Athlete of the Week last week. Really? So. That was that was really cool to see wow. that she's getting statewide recognition. And she's a freshman. Uh, Rachel Gomez is oh, a senior. Oh, Rachel. We were still talking. Yeah, okay. Franny Parks is a freshman. Okay. Who's, who's also a, a really good scorer for the Mishawaka team. So, volleyball team. Uh, they're going to take on Marion on Tuesday night. That's freshman JV and varsity. Uh, we've got our uh, uh, football team tonight playing JV football at. Uh, Steel Stadium playing Elkhart because that was going to be Saturday morning. Right. The weather didn't allow that to happen. And uh, I saw our um, maintenance guy today, uh, Bob Burnt, and he, he had a smile on his face like, thank you for not having a game Friday night. But thank goodness we didn't play Saturday morning and tear that field up in the mud. Yeah, I mean, if there was, well, two blessings. One, uh, the, the varsity won Saturday night. Two, you didn't have to tear right. your own field up if it would have been a home game. So that's a couple of blessings yeah, there. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's just one of those things you don't think of. And I know some of the teams started on Friday night. But you looked at Marion playing Bremen. They start on Friday night. It was so muddy on Saturday morning that they moved that game to Saturday night at St. Joe High School. And so they played on turf on Saturday night. But uh, Brian Buckley and his staff over at Elkhart did an amazing job Friday communicating with us in the afternoon, moving that game to Saturday night, making the right call there, and just letting things take place, letting it right. settle, and, and doing all the things there. Cross country, our, our kids were just at New Haven last weekend, and that's going to get them ready for the NIC at Oxbow this weekend. And if you've never been to the conference championships in cross country, they have the NIC and NLC at the same time. Oh, really? And so they they run the NIC meet and the, the NLC, and it's varsity this, varsity that, and then um, JV and... and Are they uh, at, literally on the course at the same at time? Not at the same time, no. Okay. They, so yeah, they do they, run them... Yeah. Consecutively, yeah. Okay. So they have their own own conference championships, uh, but it's awesome to see, and it's it's great because it gives you a chance to see the best runners in the area in sure. both, both conferences. So that kind of gets us up to date. It's a, a big game tomorrow night with uh, with the John Glenn. Uh, soccer team at John Glenn and the volleyball team uh, playing at Mishawaka at the cave against them. And that's always entertaining. You've got Steve Anderson and Dan Anderson going at it. So you got the brothers, you got the Mishawaka rivalry with Marion. Right. And that's going to be a fun volleyball game. And I have to mention on Thursday night, John Young Middle School soccer team. We have a new soccer team this year. We started soccer, 7th and 8th grade boys, 7th and 8th grade girls. They're going to be playing at Baker Park. So for the first time in Mishawaka history, middle school soccer is going to be played at Baker Park. And those kids and those coaches wanted to be part of that because... It's the first year to build the excitement and to generate and to give them a taste of what it's like to have an announcer in a scoreboard. Yeah, that's true. It's a pretty big thrill for them. So that'll be at 5 o'clock on uh, Thursday night. Cool stuff. And, of course, Friday night, Mishawaka travels to South Bend St. Joe, and that game will kick off at 7 o'clock. We'll have a 645 pregame here on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. And, I mean, it's back-to-back Catholic schools for that matter. And I didn't even mention when we talking to the football guys yeah. tough schedule i mean marion's sitting there next week and they're six and oh so yeah, yeah. And, and not just six and oh i mean we were talking about some blowouts there that's they're right beating some people now that's right so but uh this week it is south bend 
St. Joe. We'll take a timeout when we come back. We'll talk a little tennis with head coach Alex Sikoris and tennis player Cole Hoy. That's coming up next. Caveman Corner from Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. Caveman Corner continues on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard, Sean Styers, and we're talking a little tennis now, getting ready to with Head coach Alex Sikoris, good to see you again. You as well. And uh, Cole Hoy, Hi. tennis player, a junior tennis player. But we're yes. going to get into some of this here in uh, in just a little bit. So sectionals coming up. I mean, we were just talking about how all these sectionals starting. It, it is it is Wednesday. It's uh, it's down to the wire now for yes. the tennis team. Yes, sectionals this Wednesday and hopefully Thursday. It's at Penn High School. Um, there, we have one of three options. It's either it's either Marion, Adams, or Penn, and we're excited for any one of them. Now, tell, how do sectionals work? Is there both team and individual? Yeah. I assume. Yeah. So there's there's both team and individual. You have to win three out of five matches to move on to the next day, and then three out of five matches to move on to regionals for your team. Um, but if you don't win as a team, individuals can win uh, at one singles and one doubles. Um, and we have Jacob Dixon at one singles, and we have Cole and Jacob Bashara at one doubles. Okay. So, Cole, between – well, let's start with this. How long have you been playing tennis? This is only my second year. Really? Yes. What got you interested in getting started? So, my doubles partner, Jacob Bashara, actually approached me my freshman year about it, but I was kind of skeptical. Uh, skeptical because I was just coming into high school. I wasn't really like ready to try a new sport. And then he stayed on me about it in my sophomore year. Uh, last year I came out and I fell in love from there. So yeah. And it's obviously gone pretty well for him, huh, coach? I'll, I'll tell you what, and I'm not joking <laughs> about this. So, so I coach all around. Tennis is a huge passion of mine. And I've coached tons of different people, tons of different kids. Cole comes out last year in brand new tennis shoes. New tennis bag, uh, a, a new tennis racket, and and I'm like, all right, let's see, let's see, you know, he, he has a good build. Let's let's see what he's got on the tennis court. Right. Comes out and he start he starts hitting topspin and slice, and I asked him like, hey, how long have you been playing tennis? He said, this is my first day, and I almost, well, I did. I got really mad at him. I was like, no, I need you to tell me the truth. Like, how long have you been playing? Because I'd like to know so I could start planning for this. Right. And he and he. He stayed stern, and I was getting so angry, and finally the kids were just like, no, coach, like this is really his first day ever. And he, he stepped onto the court, first day ever, playing as a 3.5, and now he's looking at going and playing co collegiate tennis next year and, and doing very well. This is one of those kids that is an athlete, and sometimes you can just show that somebody's a competitor and get them out on the tennis court and the skills come but when coach called me and i can remember him calling saying you won't believe this kid <laughs> and you can tell he's a little excitable but you won't believe this kid i mean he's just playing and all of a sudden he had some top spin i can make it. i mean this is going to be a difference maker for us and uh that's got to be a great compliment to yeah. you yeah. to know somebody who knows so much about tennis who has so much passion and believes in you yep. talk about coach justin and how he has helped you and especially when you don't know the game and you're like okay why is it 15 it's supposed to be i just won one yeah. point yeah <laughs> uh well 
he didn't teach me much about scoring, uh, but actually one of my other teammates. When you start with, he didn't teach me much. <laughs> well, it's not taught, a great confidence booster for our coach here. He taught me how to, like, build my skills and everything. But scoring-wise, I learned from a friend. But, I mean, just the constant support, like, doesn't matter if you're up or down in a match. Like, the constant support, like, just having him behind my back, like, always knowing, like, he wants me and he knows that I can still win a match no matter where I'm at and yeah, just the constant support from both coaches. Yeah. And I see the relationship that you have with Jacob Bashar, and it's a it's a close friendship. Yeah. You can tell yeah. that on the court. And if if he misses a shot or you miss a shot, you guys are there for each other. Yeah. Talk about that and how important that relationship is to to look each other in the eye and say, "Hey, I got you. Let's get this yeah. next point." So I've actually been friends with Jacob Bashar since I was a young child. We grew up probably about two minute walk away from each other. Like our parents were friends, so we've known each other a really long time. Uh, so. I guess that's just really helped on the tennis court because it's not so much like we're playing with just our teammate, but it's it's a lot deeper than that. Sure. Yeah. So I, I want to make sure and get this in before because we we don't have a ton of time, mm-hmm. so we're gonna have to wrap up here in a little bit. But so you're a junior. Yes. You just started playing tennis <clears throat> as a sophomore, and things are going great, mm-hmm. obviously, and so. You're a junior, but you're also going to graduate yes. this year. You're yes, going to graduate a yep. year early. So how did how did this whole thing come uh, about? Well, I've previously been – I was planning on graduating only a semester early, so I would be done next uh, December of my senior year. But I decided I, – I felt like I was ready to kind of take some steps deeper into my adult life, I would say. And so I was – I was interested in college, so I felt like it was a proper step for me to take. You don't have to rush. You know, yeah. it's still going to be there. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so, do you know? Do you have any idea what you want to major in? That kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I'd like then? to. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Alex, I, I have to ask you: as 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 someone, it's got to be a little bit bittersweet because you want the, the the best for him, but at the same time, here's this guy who walks in the door, has barely learned, and he's excelled for you in a pretty short amount of time. Yeah, it, it's definitely bittersweet. Um, so, so two things about that. Obviously, whenever you can get uh, a new player on your high school team that is so competitive that he gets upset if you tie your shoe faster than him uh, and, and you lose him, uh, that that's that's upsetting. So, so the team will be taking um, a major loss there, but at the same time, the team will have benefited so much from having him for these last two years that uh, they'll they've all gotten better by watching how unbelievably competitive he is and how athletic he is and how much he listens and he's a he's a student of the game and and you can't you can't really teach intensity right and i've never quite seen someone uh as intense as cole after he wins a point and and screams at the tennis ball (laughs) um so 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 there's that but then also what's really really exciting and and obviously um with with him going to Bethel last next year, that's that's where I played co- collegiate tennis, and I am going to be really excited. I'm going to push and push and push that uh, that he gets that he gets on that team, and he's gonna he's gonna earn um, a, a very good spot on that team, and he's gonna do well. He'll, he'll be very successful at the collegiate level. So it'll be nice to have a Mishawaka grad sure. and a, and a, one of my students um, playing in in college tennis. And it's great to have guys like this who have so much energy and passion for the sport because. It's, it's guys like Mr. Sikoris and Cole who are helping our young kids in the USTA program and building the program. And we love that, that we need to get younger players playing and have that energy about tennis at Mishawaka. And you talk about Mishawaka pride. 
when you look down on the track and the cheerleaders are running and there's a guy that doesn't have a shirt on and he's got a caveman outfit, that's this guy right here. That's you, huh? That is me. And he actually volunteered to do that this year. He made his own outfit, and he said, hey, Mr. Hupper, do you mind if I uh, dressed up as the caveman? And I said, well, if you're going to dress up as him, you're going to have to go down with the cheerleaders, and so we'll work it in. I said... But the last thing you can do is tackle the other team's mascot. We're not going to be on ESPN about this thing. That's right, no mascot fight. <laughs> so he's been great, and we're working things in, and the, the cheerleaders have embraced it. And yep. uh, he's not trying to overshadow anybody. He just wants to be part of the, part of the experience. Alex, I, I know when we had you in here last year, you were talking about sort of going out and recruiting kids to, to come out. And obviously Cole is, is one of the bigger success stories. So overall, though, how... How is that going, the, the, the continued recruitment and getting more kids to come out so, and play? So I'm really excited. This year we had a, a little bit smaller of a freshman class come, come out than I would have liked. But we had, we had quite a few kids uh, join the team that actually are playing varsity right now that are either sophomores or juniors. Um, we're, we're headed up by Jacob Dixon, who has been part of the, part of the Mishawaka tennis program for, for a few years. He's only a sophomore this year, and he's one of the top players in the area. He's, he's an absolute stud on the court, and he is picking up the, the game very quickly he is he's amazing and um, I think that as kids are seeing our guys play they want they want to get in on, on the action as well we had, we had we have two um, new varsity players this year in uh, Christian Nelson and Aaron Kramer who have been doing an amazing job Hunter Flick um, these guys were, were either brand new this year or last year and they have quadrupled in their skill set from the beginning of this year to now and and i know that those guys are talking to a bunch of their friends and i'm and i'm excited to see who they bring That's great next year i saw jacob dixon get a big win at Jimtown a couple weeks ago and mm. i told coach i said this kid just arrived because it was in a pressure situation the shots he was uh the drop shots the the serves the patience that he showed it was just fun to watch quality tennis and i played a uind and coach and i talk uh, about tennis and quality tennis all the time and to watch how he's building this program and bringing guys in it's it's just a lot of fun to watch and to to have that tradition now and to have kids like jacob dixon uh you got to have the energy but you also have to have the knowledge and i appreciate your patience coach because it's it's building one step at a time and uh with kids like cole and jacob and jacob right. Bashar and a lot of the kids you just mentioned it, it's coming that direction Thank you. Thank you. Well, guys, thanks for coming in tonight. We'll, uh, we'll let us. you go over. Your fajitas are getting cold over there, so I'll let <laughs> you jump over and, and get to work on them. Alex, of course, head tennis coach, Cole Hoy, junior, soon-to-be graduate, and Bethel tennis player. Good luck at sectionals this Thank week to, to both of you, and, and thanks again for coming in tonight. Thank you. Yeah, Thank we'll you. find out who we're playing right after we get done here. All right. <laughs> Perfect. Good deal. Thanks. All right. So, well, uh, Dean, any final thoughts before we wrap things up tonight? No, I just appreciate Coach Sikora's coming in. He, his, his house got hit by a tree the other night. Oh, my so goodness. I, I think this is the only way he and his wife are going to get a chance to eat. <laughs> yeah. so, I don't know if it hit the stove or not. But, yeah, thanks, uh, guys, for coming in. And, uh, well, good big, luck big with week, that then, too. Big week Sorry to hear that. Mishawaka. Yep, absolutely. Okay, we'll be back here next Monday and uh, for at least the next four Mondays, maybe a little bit longer, at 7 o'clock Caveman Corner. For Dean Hubbard, Sean Styers. thanks again to all of our guests for coming in. Caveman Corner 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. Hey, everyone. 
Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 